Welcome and hello! I'm so happy that you found your way here to Vandela Soul, the podcast with a deep dive into the essential elements of mindset, physical health, happiness and living life to the fullest. My name is Kat Leimner and I'm your host, a UX UI designer, design mentor and abstract artist. I'm super excited to explore these topics with you. In each episode, I talk to inspiring people, bring you expert insights, real-life stories and practical tips for self-improvement and personal growth. From understanding the power of mindset to finding balance in your physical well-being, Vanilla Soul Podcast is here to inspire you and empower you on your journey. Join me as we have candid conversations, share valuable insights and uncover the keys of living a fulfilling life. Welcome to Vanilla Soul Podcast. Changing careers is hard. It goes along with different uncomfortable emotions like anxiety and stress. And it's really easy to find yourself overworked by the amount of new stuff that you have to learn and then to actually also get hired. Many of you might not know this yet, but I'm also a career changer and I have been working in IT since the last three and a half years. Nowadays, I'm not only working as a UX UI designer, but also as a design mentor, supporting people in their challenging career transitions. Julia has been my mentee for the last one and a half years and she recently landed her first UX UI position. I'm super proud of her. I supported Julia along the way by sharing my own personal experiences, how to create a kick-ass portfolio, resume and all the struggles and learnings when I broke into the design industry. In this episode, we're talking about the real struggles when changing careers, anxiety, stress and The, the methods that can help you to stay sane and motivated in this very tough time. We touch up on the importance of sharing with others, finding the right people to talk to, and at times when it's important not to talk to and listen to industry experts and what they have to tell you. Again, thank you so much for being here. And now without further ado, enjoy the talk with Julia. Hey, Julia my dear Hello, <laughs> thank you so much for for being here i already said before i i hit the recording button um that i'm really happy to have you and on this episode because you're a really really dear-hearted person to me um and yeah just thank you so much for for taking the time to, to be here to answer all the questions that i have for you today. <laughs> thank you very much for having me I'm really, really excited. And as I told you before, um, I really love uh, you doing this uh, project. And uh, I'm also a very podcast lover. So when you asked me to be on this podcast, I felt super excited Thank and you. a bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hopefully you don't have to be scared at all. I think it, it will be a really great conversation that we have because it's so interesting for me and that's also one of the reasons why I, I wanted to talk to you is um, you did a huge, huge thing for the past one and a half years. Um, you switched your career and I think it, I mean, I was witnessing it's the whole time and and I you know I saw you going through a lot of struggles and a lot of um yeah just things that that come your way if you decide to do such a big step uh switching the career um but first of all tell me how you are and um how did you start the day do you have a certain morning practice that you follow I'm going to start a new job next week. And um, so I'm kind of enjoying these last <laughs> three days. So I don't have a lot to plan things except to, you know, meet up my friends and family um, because I just have a lot of time right now and I want to enjoy as much as possible. I'm feeling right now very well. But also it's a very exciting time because of, you know, a lot of professional changes and of course a little bit sometimes anxious, but also very happy and I'm kind of here to, I don't know, accepting all these emotions that I'm experiencing. Yeah. And also when you ask me to be on the podcast, I kind of rethought, uh, rethought about uh, my journey. And I think Kat, you're the only person that, you know, uh, was there from the very beginning and still here with me. 
And so it's a super important for me to share this uh, journey on this podcast, podcast with, with you because you, I mean, I'm going to mention, of course, later, but you play a very important role in this uh, journey of transition. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Now I'm blushing. No one can see me. <laughs> I think we both are. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, so you are going to start a new, completely new career in, in IT. Um, and you're switching from something completely different. Um, tell me what, what made you, or maybe tell me a little bit about the situation when you maybe were still in your old role and you had this urge to, to switch. What, what happened? So for me, it's about, um, a, it's, it was a process. It was a long process. Um, so I'm not going to go into details of this process because it's going to take hours, but I want to touch, touch base um, of some milestones. So um, I think when I really decided to switch my career into UX UI design, I think at that point I was having a, a little, maybe almost 10 years of experience in marketing and account management. And I think very early on in my career, I was aware there was a job that I was not going to do forever, um, that I wanted to explore other uh, possibilities. I think there are a lot of people that when they're you know, on their job, they um, plan to uh, improve their position, title and salary. And for me, my career, uh, goal would have been to explore other um, fields, departments, and the problem was that it was really difficult to me to figure out what I want to explore, you know? Um, so it took me um, many years <laughs> and also a lot of um, uh, attempts to, you know, switch into another direction. So I would decide for something and I will take classes and I will take, um, I will talk to some people and then the same thing happened again that I will drop it and I thought for a long time that I was not very motivated person not uh, very ambitious but that was not true it's just that I couldn't find the, the right thing for me and going to the realization um, of what I really want to do um, it took years because I started at some point to figure out what I was good at for example, I realized that I had a good eye for visual, that I like um, uh, to design uh, sales material, marketing material. And I thought at some point, oh, maybe I have to be a graphic designer. And then I will talk to graphic designers and I was like, yeah, sounds good, but I don't know. I don't feel 100%, but I knew at that point that I had to go a little bit in this direction. So uh, I keep on like researching and then I stumbled upon UX UI design, which I knew already it exists, but maybe I never took it into consideration and I started researching about this topic and then I took some online classes only to understand what it was about. And then I started to talk to people. And then I was like, okay, that feels right because, yeah, I'm going to a more creative direction, which is something that I knew already. I'm going also in the direction of design, but I, I can take a lot of uh, things of my skills that I already have through my careers. Um, probably we're going to into this topic later, but uh, having a background in marketing and sales, it's really uh, helpful if you want to switch to uh, UX UI design. And actually the things that I enjoy of my career before were actually the things that I needed to be uh, to become a UX UI designer. So that's why I always say it's a long process and it took some realization of things that were already there, but I think I didn't give so much thought so you would say that um, by kind of following the intuition that you had, maybe to become a graphic designer and then like trying to learn um, by maybe watching YouTube videos or talking to uh, graphic designers, that's how you then developed uh, the understanding, okay, I want to go into this direction? Yeah, I think so, because... Um... I understand at some point I was like, yeah, I'm a very visual person. And whenever 
um, I was given the task or maybe I offer, you know, to, I don't know, uh, do a graphic for social media or um, creating the layout for the new uh, newsletter. I was the happiest person on earth and it took me from that to realize, oh, maybe I should, you know, uh, focus on that. Yeah. But graphic design, because I work with graphic design and I was not always like, oh, I really want to do that. It was not 100% right, but I knew that was the direction and UX UI design felt really, uh, yeah, the perfect choice between what I want to become and also what I've, the thing I was already doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and how did you go about uh, it then? Like you you figured out for yourself, okay, UX UI design is could be something for me. And what what happened then? Like because I mm -hmm. for me it was kind of the same, right? Because uh, when I hear you um, finding out what you really want to do, uh, first of all. For me was also quite a long process because I was also doing something else before I was a UX UI designer, became a UX UI designer. And um, it was, yeah, it was really a long process because for me also, I thought, uh, how do I do this now? Because you, you, you see yourself like in front of this huge mountain, right? Um, because yes. it takes, it takes time, it takes resources, it takes money. Uh, you need to finance the the, the whole process. Um, how did you how did you do it? Yeah, this was one of the toughest part of the um, the transition at the very beginning because yes, I realized that it could have been a good option for me. But how do I got there? You know, and internet is amazing place to research for things, but it's also very overwhelming. Exactly. Um, I also tr I was. Given different try, for example, we watch also YouTube video of people that transition to UX UI design, and then I knew that there was the the boot camps, and I also got you know a lot of uh, advertisement on my you know social media, and uh, I and I was like, I don't know, is it this the way? Like, why does it cost it so much? Is it yeah. worthy? And then I will try to um, go on the internet and look up for information, and I will watch this. Tutorial, um, this video of people saying, oh, I transitioned to UXY design and doing the bootcamp was the best thing I could I could do. And then you watch another video person is like, please don't waste your time and money. And, and I was like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? So I try little by little. So I try to um, um, contact people on LinkedIn. Um, of people that transition to to UXY design and um, through a bootcamp, um, and then I was asking questions, and I also randomly found a next colleague of not really a colleague of mine, but a person I used to work with um, that also switched to UXY design. So I will ask her things, and um, and then I mean at that time. Um, COVID was still strong, so we were not allowed to go into many places with a lot of people. So there were not a, a lot of events um, on site. I was lucky enough to go to a meetup that was like the first meetup um, allowed after the COVID started. And I would go there and I would talk to people. And, um, and then it was kind of randomly, I was talking to a friend over a coffee about that. And I didn't even know if he knew what a UX UI designer was. And it happened that this a friend of mine um, works as a volunteer at Ready School, um, which um, you <laughs> got knows very well. Ready School is um, a school where volunteer people work there and they teach um, women um, subject, subjects um in the tech field and um you could try to apply and um and get into one of the courses and i apply for ux ui design and i was super lucky uh, because i didn't know about the school and i found out very randomly and i enrolled for in the school for six months and um i learned about the basic of ux ui design and i also um um, created my first project and I get in touch with uh, the teacher and I could ask them questions and then um, I found out that the school offer a mentorship program so I applied for it and I look for um, a mentor and I found you cut at Sisden <laughs> I never left you and uh, <laughs> I saw your profile we had a similar profile because we come from 
similar background. Then you yeah. also did a, um, a bootcamp and then became a UXY designer. We're also similar age. So you, I didn't even, you know, think about it too much. I felt like, yes, yeah, she's my perfect match. And then <laughs> I contact. And after this, uh, the school, I talked to you a lot about bootcamp and what were my doubts. And then, uh, yeah, I found the motivation and the courage. And then I applied for a bootcamp. <laughs> Amazing. And the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> but so present because it's just for me, it feels like it was yesterday, really. But it was like, yeah, over a course of one and a half years. And yes. I always, I, I, I also feel like, because for me, it took me also quite long, like a year or so. Um, and I think if I would have known before how much tears and sweat it cost me to <laughs> transition, I really don't know if I would have done it. I, I did it in and, and parts where super super hard uh, and I struggled a lot and this is also the next question actually like wh what were the, your biggest struggles the initial struggle already talked about that was the you know um, being overwhelmed by information and the struggle to find a guidance um, another struggle was I was already aware of it but I think you can't really realize it until you really experience on your, your skin. It was like um there is a reason why bootcamp it's called bootcamp. Yes. <laughs> it is a bootcamp. I agree. <laughs> and it means um for for me it meant uh, joy and pain at the same time joy because I was doing something that I I loved. But at the same time, it means um, spending long hours, also uh, sometimes evening and sometimes weekends and cancel canceling plans and not able to see people for, for a while, not being really reachable and also crying. <laughs> and um, there were moments where I was like, wow, this is a lot what I'm experiencing right now. And um, so there were for sure moments where I was like, no, I'm like, <laughs> I'm experiencing a lot and I'm, yeah, I'm struggling a lot. So there was for, for sure days that I was like, why am I doing this? I, right. you know, had a job before I was, you know, earning my money. <laughs> um, so why do I, am I doing this? So, but I think, you know, when you're want to make changes in your life, it's not gonna be a piece of cake so you're always you know already that there's going to be struggle so um so as much as unpleasant it can be you also know that it, it's part of the the journey and um another struggle that I had and something important lessons that I learned is that um learning uh, to become a UX UI designer it meant for me also learning to share my work my designs my screens something that I never had done it before and um, for me um, it was a little bit uh, tough at the beginning and sometimes what I was not taking in consideration is that the people you are comparing your work to are people that are very different from you they have different background so and I remember that I was feeling quite good about my project and I was receiving good feedback from my mentor and then suddenly had to share with other students and there are few students that actually are already graphic designer or they are I don't know product designer or they are like kind of I don't know like a yeah, background with already many years design. yeah with many years yeah. in the industry mm -hmm. exactly and I didn't think about this before and then I saw their design and I saw my design and I was like what am I doing like my design is not even the half of it like it looks so professional and I felt like why, why am I doing this like you know when I'm going to apply for a job like my design is not as good as there is and this was a very I mean it was very tough lessons but it also a very useful one because first of all I also learned that the difference that you see is not as big as you think it is uh, at least and then also that you can't compare someone has already 15 years in in a similar industry that's already using this the softwares that already knows you know the principle of design you can't be as good as this person after four or five months you know exactly 
Okay. And um, and also like compare your, your job is really important, but also shouldn't be like the only criteria to judge your, your work, you know? Yeah. And so, and now for me, comparing my work to someone is better than, I don't know if better is the right word, but someone is more experienced. For me, it's more like, oh, actually, like you can do that. You can be you're so good. And actually, it's more an inspiration to get there rather than say, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm not good as this person. So I'm, I don't have even to try. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. When you say um, you just talked about the, the struggles, right? Like maybe can you bring us into a moment where you had where the struggle was real basically <laughs> like what were the things that in those moments helped you to still keep up your motivation to still push through it to still mm -hmm. maintain your engagement with the the boot camp basically mm -hmm. tool to keep going what helped you yeah i remember exactly the moment where i compared the, the work with someone and felt shit about my work and i had a big cry <laughs> And I think it's it's okay to cry because you also need to release your tension and and then I talk to someone and I talk I think with my partner and also with someone who was doing the bootcamp with me that felt also the same way so I didn't feel weird to feel about this and I think I also uh, talk uh, with you about that and um, I think especially talking to you you also talk about your experience and also when you felt the same way I I felt and that helped a lot and also for me also, I also when I rethink about the moment I also have to take in consideration how tired how tired I was I was working I was I think towards the the end of the first boot camp and it was the most difficult time for me because you need to finish your case study and it was the first time building my first uh, case study, building the wireframes and doing the prototype. And I was, yeah, I was um, sitting on my desk from the morning until the evening late and also on the weekends. And I was super tired. And of course, when I don't think I could thought very clearly at the moment when I, I don't know, I shared my work and saw someone that could have done much better than I did, I was you know, so I think it was also a combination of that. Uh, but having people to talk to um, is really important. So, and I think each person give a different support because my partner is not a new UX/UI design, so um, it couldn't help me in that way. But still, show his support and help me anyways. And uh, with you, Kat, you are someone that. I've gone through the same journey and gone through like similar emotion and experiences and like learning about your journey really taught me a lot. Yeah, for me, it was, um, I, I had a similar experience as well when I broke into the industry because um, I, back then I, I wasn't in any mentorship program and I, mm -hmm. I only had a career advisor, you know, that gave me like, um, mm -hmm. I would say like hard facts about how to build your LinkedIn, how to build your CV, how to make a, a very strong online presence for yourself. So you're going to be able to get your first uh, position, right? And these were things that are, were really important for me to learn, obviously, but I didn't have this emotional um, support system mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. So um, when I found Ready School and then I saw this mentorship program that they had, I was like, wow, I really want to give to the people what I didn't have when, when I broke yeah. into the industry. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. so, yeah. For, so for me, now I also have a mentor that I... I, I you know, talk to about. And I think it's a really amazing system that has been created for, for all of us who, who need advice from someone who maybe did the same thing or who can share experiences from, from themselves. And so you don't feel so alone in the process because that's how I also felt oftentimes when I did the career change that I was, I felt so lonely, even though I had this yeah, huge yeah. Slack mm -hmm. community, right? Um, But I, at the same time, I felt like, okay, these are all people that are in the same shoes like me. And um, then you don't know whether you can share emotional 
uh, backdrops or not. Um, so yeah, I, I, I completely agree to you what you said that I think sharing with peers and or and or with people who who went through the same experience is like the best thing that you can do to feel more yeah supported by others you already know when you have to a bootcamp you have also the mentor bootcamp and been through two different bootcamps i had two different mentors we were very different from each other and would you have three mentors and it was um very different experience with each mentor and um the bootcamp mentor were first of all they were men and they had been in the industry for very very long, very long. Mm -hmm. and I could totally see um the advantage of that what could bring me to my um to my journey but what I was really missing sometimes was also the emotional support mm -hmm. and uh, that's something that I got from you also because you have more experience than me but you were um closer to to my journey than these other two mentors were with me and I think I couldn't really say oh there is a good mentor a better mentor or a worse yeah. mentor each mentor I think brings a very different thing on on the table and yeah. I think it's also up to you to say okay I see the strength this strength in this mentor so I will focus on that and with other mentor it's you know that's always also a very interesting thing and um I really um, agree with you when you see the also the emotional support because uh, I also think sometimes you can be like a, the greatest designer out there but not having like a great great people skills and I think as a mentor you also have to be good at you know like empathic and uh, being interested in people. Yeah, yeah. That actually brings me also to the next question: is um how because I I. I had this many times when I broke into the industry was um, the um, the questions or I would say maybe like the, even the self-criticism on how am I ever going to be able to get my first role if like, mm -hmm. first of all, I'm a female breaking into the tech mm -hmm. industry and then um, having to compete with so many people mm -hmm. that are already for many years in the, in the tech industry. Like for me, I had a huge... Um, I don't know. I self doubt um, also about not not the self not the soft skills, but like the hard skills, right? But now being being someone that is now in the tech industry for the last three years, which is also another story, but an up and down also for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really come to a realization that the soft skills are even more important than the hard skills, to be honest, yes. because the hard mm -hmm. skills you can learn on on the go and of course like you're not going to be as good with figma or other tools when you just started learning it right but that will come over time what do you think about this topic yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that and i think the hardest skill is something that you can always learn like for example figma you can always learn figma better and better you know you can start from zero and be um a professional <laughs> designer <laughs> um, regarding this other skills I think they're harder to uh, learn because sometimes it's something that either you have or not but of course it's also something that you can work on and then I also wanted to um, touch base also the thing you were saying about uh, being a woman because um, I think this also was important um, role in our um I'll call it a collaboration uh, because you're also a woman and I could tell that when I was talking to my mentor the male mentor there was this aspect that we're lacking you know and um, I could see that at least they too they 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 doubt the self much less than for example we do and um, yeah and also I think also um it's really important and it's something that is I think becoming more and more important is that there is also a good network between women um and also sometimes uh, go to seminars uh, take part in workshop in women events because I get really inspired by other women's stories and also like not only for design um, matters but also like in general like how to ask 
uh, for more money, you know, how yeah. you present yourself in, in an interview and um, be more aware of your rights and your skills. And uh, it's something that I'm learning together with my journey of, you know, becoming a designer. I also had to learn much more and that I also is a learning that I got from from women what I also would like to touch on is how much does storytelling play a role um, because I I mean and right now like I'm, I'm still learning a lot about how to present yourself online in a way that you know you you actually kind of like make a difference how do you how how is that for you mm -hmm. That's also a very good question because um, for sure, storytelling is not one of my strengths. And before doing the bootcamp, I really have hard time to talk about my journey because I think um, I haven't at the time still figured out a lot of things about myself. So I thought like, okay, my journey doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that was one of the positive things of the bootcamp. I had the first mentor that really pushed me on that. And at the beginning, I, I was like, I was really annoyed by that. I was like, why is like uh, giving so much importance to this aspect? I want to learn Figma. I want to be a designer. Like, who cares? No. And then, is, and now after one year, I was like, no, no, no. It's, <laughs> I have to be really thankful for, for that because I think this is one of the most difficult things for me and um having done two boot camps and having had two mentors that really pushed me in this way um I improved so much in that and uh still have a lot of learning and I could I could uh, could be much better but like starting from that place until now and uh I couldn't have done it if there weren't not someone pushing me to do it and uh the first attempts they were not really good and then I by making mistakes then I learned how to be better at telling my stories and also to uh, be an owner of my story of my narrative because yeah. uh, sometimes I will no you tell me what I'm doing you tell me what I, you know and I was like no it's actually me that I know myself the best and uh, I know my stories and now I give I think the bootcamp gave me the tool to put the stories together and then um, I also work with a career coach um, because this uh, also another service that offers the bootcamp and it had she helped me even more uh, in that and sometimes you know she gave me some tasks to put some text together how present myself and she wouldn't approve uh, my task because as uh, the text the, the story was not strong enough and I think you know like it, it was I was very annoyed I have to say that the truth because sometimes I was like I know I'm spending too much time on it but I think the truth was that I didn't want to really work on it and then when I really realized how important it is and while uh, my um, the time to apply for, for a job was approaching, the more pressure I felt. And then I was like, no, no, I have to work on it. And I'm not saying that now I'm the best on it, but I think, as I said before, the, the bootcamp really gave me the tools on how to present myself and not only myself, but also the my work. Because sometimes maybe you are a amazing designer, you do amazing job but still you're not a very good storyteller and yeah. that also uh could be a big problem mm -hmm. so the especially during my second bootcamp the ui bootcamp my uh, teacher while we were approving my my project and um the bootcamp requires that you when you finish a project you do uh, give a presentation you recall yourself and um, and uh, your mentor has to listen to it, look at your project, and then decide whether to approve it or not. And while my project was always approved, my mentor was like, okay, good, but now work even more on your presentation skills. And yeah. I also watch a lot of uh, YouTube video of people that are doing this uh, much better than me, and it really, really helps. Yeah, I also agree to this because I, I also feel going through this boot camp this intense time is like you are also in a 
yeah, in a, in a situation where you get to know yourself so much better yes. because you yes. are constantly under stress. Like that's how I felt. Like I, I was constantly under stress, like my nervous system completely yeah. <laughs> like working like crazy. And um, how um, maybe this, this was also kind of touching up on the question that I asked you before, how was self-care helping you um, also along the way Uh, transitioning because as we know we had or we have a load of work to do all the time mm -hmm. and especially with the boot camp because you have to you have to like you have certain deadlines in, in the day in the week and in, in all, all the time um how did you how did you do that how did you balance out the intense work load with uh, yeah staying sane staying healthy Mm. Um, I think I, I, did, I did a lot of walks. Um, I don't think I'm the strongest person when it comes to self-care when I'm very busy. Mm. Um, so I don't think I can give the best advices. So um, I remember during the bootcamp, I, I didn't do so much sport, which will help me. Um, but it's also very difficult to force yourself while you're in the middle of so much stress and um, I remember like taking a lot of walks because I was too tired to work out but at least I was like yeah Julia move your body like go outside and and um, and also take a break because sometimes I really um, I was really overworked um, I'm not usually someone that um, you know work too much you know but the thing is like when you do a boot camp you also have deadlines And that's really important to respect them. And so you don't have really a choice. But sometimes what would happen is that I could get stuck in some, you know, think of the project and I didn't have a clear mind to to think. And um, for example, sometimes it wouldn't come for me, but my partner says, says no, no, you take a break and go outside and yeah. and just, you know, like uh, taking a walk or maybe have a good sleep. Um Uh, then I will go back to the project with a fresher mind and with new ideas. Sometimes it's you have to force yourself to take a break, even yes. though you have so much thing to do that you think I I will never be ready. But uh, sometimes like um, forcing yourself to you know work and work and work, it's you lose even more time. And that's also the, uh, the learning that I yeah that I got from from the bootcamp. But for sure self-care is something that I still have to to improve I will say I see and um now to maybe the the time a little bit fast forward when you started applying for for jobs how how was that for you like what what, what bring us to a situation like emotionally what were you going through when let's say you did your whole career package your linkedin was done your cv was ready <laughs> you had all your um case studies on um on on yeah online what what happened then like how did you yeah t take us into to a situation that you remember maybe back then from back then yeah that was an emotional roller coaster for sure so what it's important to To mention is that um, while I was doing the bootcamp, I will always put an eye on the job market, and I also met new people that you know they were still they were in the bootcamp with me, and then maybe they finished before and I start to apply. So I will also get a lot of information from those people, and I will also go to events about networking and you know jobs hunting and. That really gave me a lot of anxiety because right now is not a good moment to um, look for jobs in the tech industry. And also yeah. what we have to consider is that there are a lot of boot camps right, uh, out there and there are a lot of people that do the boot camps. So yes. when you graduate from the boot camp, there are, I don't know how many people are graduating. Yeah. And you're not alone. <laughs> even more. And the jobs are not increasing. So the yeah. you know competition is really, really high. And when you're a junior or, you know, don't have experience in that field is particularly tough. So no better to, I talk to like people were like, yeah, it's not going to be easy, you know, and you see, 
Um, I saw a lot of things. I also go to, uh, I went also to a lot of events. I mean, I'm also lucky enough to live in a big city like Berlin. So there are a lot of events and um, going to events is really useful, but it's also uh, very tough because uh, you see the reality of things and you see people that are um, hopeless <laughs> sometimes and uh, um, it's not their fault, but sometimes, you know, you hear the stories and you also feel negative and you're of like course. oh what am I doing why should they hire me like what do I yeah. have you know to offer more than other thousand people yeah I remember also when I graduated that after I went to a job fair in Berlin and I arrived quite early and I queue for one hour and 20 minutes people <gasps> arrive later the queue for hours I think you wow. don't even see the long queue on, in Bergheim like the queue was crazy <laughs> oh my and god then, yeah and then I mean I waited one hour and 20 minutes and that was not very long in comparison to other people and you get inside and there are like 10 stands you know so to talk to the people of a company you have still to queue 30 minutes you know wow. and these people are talking with 50 people before you with <laughs> doing the same journey as you are I has heard someone telling me please don't tell me you are UX UI designer we had enough today <laughs> so you know it's wow. not you know the best feelings you know that you that you get um so for me it was it was really tough because um I knew that I worked a lot and I, I really poured my heart and my soul into this project, but then you're like, maybe it's not enough. And um, so it was, it was really tough. And um, I mean, I think I was really lucky because I find a job relatively in short time and still don't know if I was very lucky or I really uh, don't know that. I know that I did my best that I could you know so yeah. like I tried like, of course I was anxious but at the same times because I mean it didn't um it happens like relatively in short time so it didn't spend like one year or six months so I still had a lot of uh, a lot enough energy to keep myself motivated to apply every day and I still have um, calls with UCAT and I still have my career coach um and then i try to do the best like to improve my uh, my cv to improve my uh, my portfolio and there is like a truth like there is no a time where you think okay everything is perfect and now i can apply it yeah. doesn't exist that point yeah. Yeah. it exists at the point where you say okay i've done enough mm -hmm. so i have to start and yeah. i still can improve stuff so it's a, an iteration process so but yes. it will never arrive at a time where you're like oh i did a perfect project I have a perfect website I have per no that doesn't happen so but you have to put yourself out there exactly. and uh, another thing that i did was also when i went to events i would also find people with you know experience in the field for five ten years and you know had um print my um, business card where QR code that you can scan it and go on my website or mm -hmm. go to my Behance profile and I ask these people can you give me feedback and you know and some some people really do like some people really want to help they're there to to help and um, yeah so um, take all the feedback it doesn't mean that you have to listen to each feedback that you get because another thing that I learned from this experience is also to filter the feedbacks I'm really open to feedback. I'm really good at listening. Mm -hmm. But once I think they had to learn, it doesn't mean that you have to keep everything, you know? It yeah. means that you, at some point, but it's also a matter of time and experience. You also learn how to, you know, which feedback you want to incorporate and which one maybe you keep it in mind, but doesn't mean that you have to change immediately. It's other feedback you're like, no, I don't really agree. To yeah. Be so, and yeah. also learning also to give feedback to people that ask you is also something that I... I learned that also to be uh, honest and open without hurting feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's also so a good true. skill to, to learn. Yeah, I agree. Because I also feel like this, um, when you are in a situation as a career switcher or a changer, um, I feel like it's a very vulnerable situation. Yes. So sometimes you take in maybe too much of uh, of other people's opinions. And then yes. maybe you, you are, I don't know, you are left completely 
um, confused. So I, I also strongly agree to what you said that we we should try to filter the the different opinions and not take yeah. everything personally as well. That's another thing, like not take it personally because in the end, it's so to speak your job and the, the projects that have first of all nothing to do with you personally but as we all know that's that's easier said than done um, but I think it's a really good reminder to 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 take this into account that you trust your own intuition and also yes. trust trust in your own story and trust in in the in the moment that you are ready for whatever comes and I also agree to what you said like don't wait until everything is so perfect that you think it's completely perfect mm -hmm. that you will find the perfect job because there's no such thing it's it's almost like when you work on a design you're not going to wait for a year until you bring the app into life right or the website like you you bring into you you bring into the market an MVP And then you keep yes, iterating, it, <laughs> iterating it, iterating it, iterating it. And and maybe it will never be perfect because what does perfect even mean, you know? And also, um, exactly. and I, I think this is also another connection here is like that I feel as females um, are, we, we tend to be always so perfectionist. Yes. And I think for me, at least, I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, it holds me back a lot. And mm. this is something that I really, really feel like strongly to work on that it's okay. Like you can bring out into the world something that for you might not be perfect and will still be amazing for the world, you know? Yeah. But if, if you keep on holding it back until you think it's finally mm. done, the world will never see it in the end. Yes. So yes. yeah, I think working on that is for me like the biggest, the biggest thing. <laughs> I strongly agree with you. And also I think um, being able to um, to filter the, the feedback is something that, um, or holding back. Um, I don't think there is a recipe for it, but I think it's yeah. something that you really learn with experience and trusting your instinct. And also I Sometimes I also think it's also a matter of age sometimes because yes. I think now I take things less personally than than before. But yeah. I also remember Kat, when we started the mentorship and you asked me to if I want to show you um, my my first project that I did with Ready School. I was like, oh no, I'm not I'm not ready. And you know, no. and it's something that you learn by by doing. Yeah, yeah, so true. I, I agree completely. Um, we have talked a lot. Uh, I, I just have one last question. What would be maybe three advices you would give out to someone who is about, who is maybe in the middle of a career change right now or is about to change the career? Do you have maybe three advice that you can give? I would say um, trust your instincts, instinct because um, if you don't feel happy in in your career if you still always like me that I also have this craving for something different something creative don't shut up don't shut down this feeling this um emotion that you're going I tried to shut down many times and the result that it was always coming back always stronger 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 yeah. so it means that you have to listen to it doesn't mean that you have to act right now um for me it was a long process for other people it takes much less time we are very different people but yeah I would say like listen to your feelings for me it took a long time is also like realize what you're good at because sometimes I think oh no I have to change completely and learn like different skill from zero but actually what for me was missing is that I for me took time to realize what I was good at you know because um Many years ago, so way before changing my careers, I went to um, an event about like women transitioning into a more creative um, career. And um, I remember um, very clearly this woman who changed her career and became um, um, a psychologist and motivation coach. She told me each of, our, of us has, each of us are very good at something, you know, and you have to, When you realize what you're really good at, then is the you know the direction you have to take. Yeah, and it really stick with me 
And, um, but I was always thinking like, what am I really good at? You know, and I always have the feeling that, you know, I have a person with a strong visual sense I've always had, but I never felt like, oh, it's something that I need to pursue, um, pursue, how do you yeah, say? Yeah, pursuit. Yeah, or I've, you know, I have to go in the direction, like it's just a matter of, you know, listen to yourself and realize what your, your strength it's, it's, it might be very simple for some people, but it might be very difficult for others. Um, so that's for sure. So um, a second advice is um, talk to people. Um, I'm not particularly extrovert person, uh, but I realized that when I'm very motivated, I... I go out there and talk to people, even though if it, it costs me a lot of energy because it's always worthy. And um, you learn a lot of stuff and you learn, you get inspired by people, but you also learn not to listen to everyone because everyone has an opinion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, talk to people and you never know what comes out. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the interview, like talking to over a coffee to a friend about possibly try to become a UXY designer and I never imagined that yes the <laughs> open mind journey <laughs> you know you really never know um and the third um advice would be be kind to yourself because um it's also something that I'm learning I was not very kind to myself before and over criticizing myself for not finding the right path for me yeah. but you learn that for some people take more resources and more time and it's okay because you eventually get there. It's just that for some people it might be more complicated. And uh, if you need time, just give yourself time. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much <laughs> for sharing, Julia. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for being here. I'm, I'm really wishing you all the best for, well, the start of your completely new career that is coming up in a couple of thank days. <laughs> and yeah, thank you. Yeah, and again, like thank you for being here and for sharing um, the very vulnerable moments of your of your career change and yeah, all the tools as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and thank you for letting me share my experience and with you that you know, as I mentioned very the very beginning, you play a really important role, and yeah, it's very also important the people we connect with um, yeah. when we want to change and some people you never expect can really really give a very different takes on on life and and changes so yeah be open to yeah. to the connection yeah completely agree thank you julia thank you for being here and uh, have a beautiful day ciao you too bye bye thank you so much for joining us in this very insightful discussion together with julia and remember that changing careers is challenging but with the right support and mindset you can navigate through it are you also a career changer or are you thinking about switching your careers if so then leave us a comment under the last post on instagram you can find us at vanillasoul.com podcast on instagram and yeah i would be super happy to read from you and now stay tuned for more inspiring conversations take care and until next time keep striving for your dreams